Welcome to Talk Tennis, a podcast created specifically for you, the tennis fanatic. Join us each week as we work to elevate your game both on and off the court. We will deliver fresh episodes to keep you up to date with tennis trends and technologies, as well as exclusive interviews with industry experts, current and former pros, and so much more. Here's your host, Michelle. Hey guys, welcome to this week's Talk Tennis. As I mentioned in the last episode, we are going to start off by answering some of your questions. So if you have any questions, reach out to us on email at podcast at tennis-warehouse.com or you can leave us a voicemail at 805-270-3336 and we might play your question in next week's episode. So first question comes from Wbender99 and they asked, I haven't been able to play much in recent months and registered for a 4.0 tournament thinking it will force me to get my game back together. I hit a little bit yesterday and my legs felt sluggish. Any tips on how to get back in tennis shape quickly? That's a great question because we all know there is a difference between being in athletic shape and being in tennis shape and ready to compete. So the best advice I can give you is to get on the court and log some serious hours. Hopefully you have some friends or hitting partners that you can play practice matches against, and I would just get after that. Play as many sets as you can going into your competition. Really focus on finding that muscle memory, pick big targets, and really work on being consistent. You do not want to give away free points, especially if you're feeling a bit rusty. Do everything you can to make your serves, make your returns, go for big targets, take a little bit off your first serve and hit a second serve maybe until you find your rhythm. Now, a pro that we watch all the time who is really good at working herself into a tournament is Serena Williams. She shows up sometimes and she might not be in the best tennis shape in her first round or the second round. However, she finds a way to win that match that she needs to win to get her to the next match. And as she progresses, her game skyrockets. So just really get comfortable on the court again. Feel your way into the match. Stay really strong mentally. No mistakes. You've got this. We believe in you. The next question comes from at P-I-T-T-I, and they asked, what kind of clothing do you wear for playing matches in cold weather, less than 32 degrees Fahrenheit? I have a match tonight, and I'm not sure what kind of clothing I should wear, so I'm not that cold, but also not uncomfortably hot or wet. Yes, that's a great question. It sucks being cold on the court. Now, the best advice I can give you is to layer up, get a bunch of layers and get on the court and start getting warm. You will warm up real fast, I promise. Also, Running Warehouse has always given me this great advice. Dress as if it's 10 to 20 degrees warmer than what the actual temperature is. So again, for me, that would just mean lots of layers. Avoid that cotton material, especially 100% cotton, because that's just going to leave you feeling soggy the second you start sweating, and it doesn't dry as fast or absorb. So check out some of those polyester shirts and blends and leggings and all of that. I love playing in a long sleeve, especially like a lightweight long sleeve that it's not going to allow you to overheat. That's going to be a great option, and you can wear you know, it over a t-shirt or you can wear it over a tank top or whatnot. Also, I would suggest grabbing a hat and starting with a hat on. Hats do keep in a lot of heat, so it will keep you warm on top. And if you do find yourself overheating, you can take it off and you're good to go. One other thing I would suggest is make sure you have a big towel or even maybe a big jacket. So on the changeovers, you can wrap that around you and you won't get cold. That's it for this week's questions. Be sure to ask your tennis questions either by emailing us at podcast at tennis-warehouse.com or leave us a voicemail at 
270-3336. Now let's get into this episode. going to be a fun episode for me as it's the first time we've had a coach and their player on at the same time. (laughs) One of them retired in 2015 while the other one started her career in 2015. And between the two of them, they have 11 Grand Slam titles, an Olympic bronze medal, have won the NCAA singles title twice, have almost 100 doubles titles, including one they won together this year. And one was a former top number one WTA doubles player, top 15 singles player, while the other has reached her career high just this summer and is navigating the ins and outs of life on tour. The two began their partnership this year, and every time I see them together on Instagram, I just want to be a fly on the wall or hang out with them, whether it's on or off the court. So welcome Lisa Raymond and Allie Kick to Talk Tennis today. Thank you guys for joining. Thanks for having us. Happy to be here. Yeah, thank you. So I kind of just wanted to start with the obvious question. How did your guys' relationship begin? How has it, it seems to be going well. How did you know that it would be a good partnership between you guys? Allie, you want me to take that to start? (laughs) Sure. You know, basically, the main reason that we we started this partnership was a dear friend of mine, Kathy Rinaldi. Mm -hmm. Kathy had worked with and has worked with Allie since she was young. And I've known Kathy pretty much over half my life. We had the same coach, Andy Brandy, back in the day. So we've been close for a very long time. And I'm the Fed Cup coach to her, you know, being the Fed Cup captain. So we've worked together recently yeah. through the years. And then, you know, she had been mentioning, talking about Allie, someone that she had been working with for a long time. And if I would ever have any interest in maybe having a look at Allie, you know, we've watched some of Allie's matches together. And if the opportunity were to arise, you know, if I would, you know, maybe we could have like some sort of a team relationship, you know, mm-hmm. coaching relationship. Obviously, Kathy head of women's tennis, USTA, Fed Cup captain. So very, very busy, wasn't able to really give Allie, you know, that 100% as far as travel and and be a full-time coach. So it would have been a kind of an ideal situation to kind of bring me in. And so that's kind of how the conversation started. And then I started watching some of Allie's matches. And then Allie reached out to me a little bit here and there, you know, just questions about her career and different matches and this and that. So you know, slowly and surely, it just kind of evolved. And then I became more interested in wanting to do a full-time coaching with Allie. Allie decided to take that next step with her career and yeah. invest in her career and, and, you know, finally hire somebody full-time. Fortunately, it was me. And <laughs> that's kind of how it all just kind of started this summer. And it's been phenomenal. You know, for me to want to coach somebody, I need to be really invested in them and really believe in them and mm-hmm. have a specific type of game. And Allie has that game. You know, I see a lot of myself in her. Nice. <laughs> yeah. She's super talented. And, you know, I've said to many people, you know, I think she's, you know, hands down the best female athlete on the WTA tour. And there's just a lot of raw ability there that, you know, needs to be kind of molded and given the right guidance can go very far. So that's, again, that's kind of how it started. And that's kind of where my excitement, you know, as far as my relationship with Allie is. Nice. Allie, what about you? I'm sure you've had several coaches through your career. How did you know that this was going to be one that you needed and a relationship that would go well? Well, like Lisa said, I uh, I was working with Kathy for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. And the relationship that Kathy and I have had has been absolutely amazing. And she kept talking about Lisa and Lisa this, Lisa that. And she (laughs) basically kept saying that 
her and Lisa basically have the same mind with everything. So when I first reached out to Lisa, it was basically like I was talking to Kathy Mm -hmm. and we basically just hit it off from the beginning. So, I mean, it was, it was amazing. Yeah. You guys definitely gel. I just remember (laughs) at the U S open seeing the Starbucks (laughs) incident and I was like, Oh no, what? I don't think Lisa knows what she's in for. (laughs) (laughs) Explain what happened at Starbucks. (laughs) Okay. Well, basically Lisa and I were playing a game of categories and we just, I mean, we were kind of just doing that to alleviate, you know, the stress from the open and whatnot. So that's Mm -hmm. kind of our thing that we like to do. And so (laughs) we decided to, you know, bet something. And um, Lisa actually came up with that bet because she saw it on Ellen, right? Is that? Yeah. I mean, the Dennis Quaid video, the famous Dennis Quaid is here. So, you know, I showed it to Allie. Yeah. And so it was like, we need to come up with something and, you know, and Hey, I, I, keep my bets, you know, when I lose, yeah. I'm gonna, and you know, so, you know, that was kind of what it was going to be. And of course, Allie picked, you know, the busiest Starbucks in of Manhattan. Course. For me yeah. to walk mm-hmm. into, so, <laughs> yeah. I was dying because yeah. anyone that's a tennis person, I feel like would actually know who you were. And you pick like right. a store that like no one cared. Oh, no, no one, one gave two hoots about who was walking in there. But it was, I, I mean, thought she was nuts. <laughs> It was great. It was hilarious, though. I, it mean, was I was hilarious. nervous before I went in there, and I just said, "All right, I'm gonna go do it, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna kill it." And I tried to kill it as best as I could. <laughs> Lisa Raymond is here. <laughs> <laughs> you did. You owned it. Thanks. Now, <laughs> and it continues. The hits keep coming, and I, I, yeah. I will get to some of the off-season stuff from last week, <laughs> but. <laughs> Real quick, a little more of a serious uh, note. Allie, I know you've had a lot of struggles already. You're so young still, but you've had some health issues with your dad. I don't know if you're comfortable talking about that, but you've also had some of your own health issues. You had a lot of things that you're working on overcoming. How has that journey been and how has Lisa been in helping you continue to just rise above? Lisa you know, obviously has had a phenomenal career. So she's kind of been through all the ups and downs. And I think for me, obviously my whole career so far has been based on ups and downs. You know, I've had, I was pretty successful coming out when I was a junior. And then obviously I got all those injuries with my knees and whatnot. And so had a lot of setbacks. And so she's just been able to kind of, you know, build me up and keep me going. And it's been super important. And as for my dad, he's actually doing really well. Good. So um, that's good. But uh, Lisa's just been overall amazing with everything, you know, all the losses. And she's basically the reason I've been able to get back up on my feet again. Nice. So. That's awesome. You guys yeah. really make it known that this is like a family relationship and you guys are there for each other on and off the court. And I think that's something so magical that a lot of people don't have. And it seems like a great little team. Oh, yeah, it is. Absolutely. For me, I think that's the most important thing is having, you know, that strong connection on and even off the court. And Lisa and I definitely have that. That's awesome. Yeah, now, absolutely. I wanted to ask you both to answer these questions. So I don't care who goes first, but what's your favorite thing about her? <laughs> oh, God. There's <laughs> um, <laughs> the answer right thing. there. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, God. Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Go. okay. Go for it. I'd have to say her humor. Mm-hmm. And she just, she makes everything fun. You know, obviously... 
with tennis, it's the same thing every single day. And, you know, it can get boring every once in a while. And she just keeps things interesting. It's just every day with her is so much fun. So I think her humor is definitely one of her better qualities. (laughs) Thanks, Al. Um, yeah, I mean, for me, you know, I think I've said this about Allie. She's just got this, like, I don't know what the right word is. It's not free spirit, but it's like, (laughs) it's this fun, you know, even just like the fact with the preseason, anything, you know, this girl does sports wise. I mean, she excels and it's like (laughs) the fact that she's like this unreal snowboarder. It's just like the coolest thing ever. You know, she's just a really cool girl, you know, and it's great for me to like, be around it and it's super fun and it's just she's just got this way of kind of like walking to her own beat but yet totally. in a very cool way you know so yeah thank you yeah. I see that too. I don't know you that well, Allie, but I definitely get this almost like fearless vibe. Like, I don't care what anyone thinks. I'm going to do my thing and it's going to be great. And I don't care. (laughs) I love that. You got to. Thank you. Yeah, no, that's awesome. Now, what annoys you the most about her? Oh, God. I I mean, I, I think I already know the answer for her, but. I'd have to think about that one. Um, what annoys her? Um, My stubbornness, come on. I was say, yeah. it's probably a similar <laughs> answer. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, I think all of us, I mean, part of the reason why we're so successful is, you know, because we are so set in our ways and stubborn mm-hmm. sometimes. But yeah, I think for me, Allie's so tough on herself. And she's such a perfectionist, which I get. I mean, again, Mm -hmm. it drives us and it makes us champions. But, you know, there are times when it's just, I just want to say to her, Al, you're doing so well. Just relax. You know, she wants 100 out of 100. And I love that, you know, and I respect that. But at times it's, you know, the reality of life is you're not going to always be batting, you know, a thousand. Yeah. So probably her stubbornness slash just, she's just, you know, I just want her to not be so tough on herself. Not just on the tennis court, just in life. (laughs) So I try and keep it a little bit light if I can at times. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Allie, what annoys you about Lisa? (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. (laughs) She can take it. I gotta be honest. I mean, come on. I love ripping on Lisa, as everyone knows. But I mean, she's she's super easygoing. She, you know, puts up with me on my worst days. And I honestly can't really think of any bad qualities she has. Smart I answer. Really <laughs> She's like, we have to train later. I don't want to piss her off. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Smart yeah, girl. I love Smart that. Girl. <laughs> now, what qualities of her game? You had already said that there's some stuff that reminds you of yourself. What qualities yeah. of her game remind you of your game? Well, I think, first of all, her athleticism is just unparalleled. It yeah. really is. Not only, I mean, if you just watch her, the way she moves on the court. I mean, I was never... My movement was good. It was never my forte. I was very aggressive and used my athleticism in that respect. That's one thing that I'm trying to work on with Allie is, you know, she's so athletic that I think sometimes she falls back on, you know, just being more of a grinder, so to speak, you know, whereas she has so much ability and to use that athleticism to be aggressive and, and to be more of an aggressive player. And her her net game is just awesome. And the thing is, nice. is nobody knows it because she doesn't come to the net enough. <laughs> but she's got, you know, phenomenal volleys, which I obviously see myself in her. And yeah, and even just some of her lack of a better word, I guess, mental struggles that sometimes she may have. I mean, I struggled so much with mm-hmm. wanting to be perfect on the court and getting down on myself. And I don't have any problem with her. Like when she, you know, if she wants to throw a racket, throw it. I'm fine with that. It's the you know, when we start getting into the head down and the woe is me kind of attitude, which I used to do all the time. And I had a very stern coach in Andy Brandy that whipped me into shape with that. And that's something that 
I see a lot of myself in her when she goes down that rabbit hole a little bit and I try and keep pulling her back out. So there's a lot. And again, I mean, I would not be coaching her if I didn't have that connection with her as far as her game, as far as her ability, my belief in her and and see myself in her. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So Allie, were you aware of all the success that Lisa had before you guys even met and started connecting? I did my research before we met. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. double badass, like yeah. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Well, Lisa, congrats on your comeback. You yeah. played a tournament this year. That's amazing. Walk yeah. me through that tournament. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I never really thought about coming back much until the coaching relationship with Allie. You know, Allie has really, really helped me as far as my fitness um, okay. in the past. Few I was months. gonna. That was one of my questions. I have a question yeah. about Allie's boot camp. Allie's <laughs> boot camp. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Allie's boot camp is phenomenal. And you know, it's funny. It's like I said, all right, I'll take care of your tennis. You take care of my fitness. And nice. she's like, all right, let's do it. So once I started like getting a little fitter and whatnot, there's a few things that I you know wanted to still achieve in doubles. You know, I kind of walked away at a time that I thought I was ready. Mm -hmm. I went right into a coaching situation the day after I retired, basically. So it was almost like there was really, that was a a good segue for me. But yet at the same time, it was, I don't know if I was really ready to put down the rackets yet in that sense. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I talked to Al and I said, look, you know, there's a couple of things I'd love to still do. And I wanted you to be out there with me. I want to share it with her, but I also want her out there in the sense that I want her playing more doubles. You know, she's such a (laughs) phenomenal, it's only going to help her singles. And she's a phenomenal doubles player. And, and net player. So you will be seeing definitely nice. more of us on the doubles court playing that first match and winning that first match back in South America was unreal. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. So Were you nervous awesome. or was it just right back there? Oh, Allie, was I nervous? I don't know. <laughs> she was so nervous. <laughs> so nervous. So it's not even on the same level, but I hadn't competed in a long time and signed up for a tournament this past summer. And the first mm-hmm. match, it was unreal. I couldn't yeah. even breathe. Yeah, and then the, was it was like, wreck. yeah, <laughs> I was a wreck. And I mean, thank God I had her out there. I mean, she was phenomenal. I mean, she played unreal and she just kept me cool and just was like, come on, just, you know, just relax. You got this. So yeah, she did but, great. That's awesome. Wasn't I supposed to be telling you that? But <laughs> hey, but, yeah, it was great. That's really cool. Yeah. So more doubles to come from you too. I'm excited. More about doubles that. to come. Yes, yes, absolutely. Definitely. You hit on fitness and Allie and her boot camp. Allie is a very fit player and athlete all around. Talk to me, Allie, about what you like to do off the court. What is Allie's boot camp recipe? You mean other than snowboard? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Off the court, I basically like to just do any other kind of sports. Mm -hmm. You know, growing up, I played pretty much everything and it's kind of my escape from tennis. So love to be active and anything along those lines. Allie's boot camp is <laughs> basically just a lot of fitness, hard work, and um, you get results. So nice. Yeah, That's pretty much it. Yes, you do. Are you pretty strict with your eating as well? Yes. Lisa, I, I mean, I got to be honest, you know, fitness, it can only get you so far. So right. for Lisa, it's, you know, it's 70% nutrition, 30% fitness. And so yeah. she has just been incredible. I mean, her discipline is absolutely amazing you know she basically lives off coffee all day and then you know for dinner she has the smallest meal and that's it and she works out in the morning she'll wake up you know 5 30 6 a.m she goes for runs because I'm sleeping and then court stuff you know obviously she gets 
some uh, cardio in there and then yeah. we do some weights, but really it's her. Nice. So, yeah. That's awesome. She's been amazing. But I mean, if you're going to, you're not going to meet two people who like to eat more than Allie and I. So <laughs> no, no way. You're definitely not. So that's, you know, she's right. I mean, the nutrition and she's been awesome. And look, Allie eats super clean. I mean, she's yeah. super healthy. I mean, but having said that, I mean, she also likes to indulge and, and have, yeah, pizza <laughs> and, you know, like the rest of us. Yeah. But yeah. So that's another thing that we definitely have fun doing when I allow myself, we go and have some yummy food. That's cool. Oh, and yes. yeah, your transformation over the past few months has been inspiring for sure. It's really cool to see you back Thank in you. fighting shape and ready to go. Thank you uh, very much. I appreciate yeah, of that. course. Let's keep chipping away. I have so many things I want to talk to you guys about. But I'm going to go to the clay courts next. Allie, you had mentioned Lisa. She seems to kind of default to a grinder. And Allie seems to have had a lot of success on clay. And let's talk about that. Most Americans don't know how to play well on clay, win on clay. And you've been kind of owning the clay court this year. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I love the clay. I don't really have a reason why. I mean, I, I grew up playing pretty much on hard like any other American. Yeah. And Lisa's more of the fast court type of player. She likes to kind of end her points and stuff like that. But, you know, opposites attract. So she can also kind of help me with the things that I need to work on. So in other words, I'm not necessarily the best fast court player. And Mm -hmm. so we're trying to kind of work on that a little bit and working on finishing the points and not staying behind the baseline and just grinding for three hours every match. So (laughs) yeah, it was pretty funny to me. I think it was after the US Open, I was looking up where you were at next. It was like back on clay. Back on the clay. (laughs) It just helps me kind of feel my game and I like to feel my strokes and all that stuff. But I will say when I was in, I think it was, was it France, Lisa, when I played indoors? Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So went indoors and I actually, I kind of enjoyed it. So you never know. I may be uh, (laughs) a next hardcore indoor player. Exactly. (laughs) And again, it's not that she, I think I alluded to it before, you know, it's like, she's such a great clay court player, you know, it gives her a little bit more time that she likes to, you know, move the ball around and whatnot. But Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, I'd never want to take that away from her. I just want to make an addition to that, you know, right. with her athleticism, you know, and it's like, and I try and just keep telling her, look, you know, you're such a great athlete, use it and use that asset to be more aggressive, like to take time away from your opponent or to come forward or whatever, rather than just as someone who's just kind of back there retrieving a little bit more and just use it more as to dictate rather than to react. Yeah. I mean, listen, the thing with Ali's game is that she has this ability that, she can stand out Mm -hmm. from everybody else. So that's something that we just need to incorporate more. So, and it's a mentality, you know, it's something for 24 years, she's had ingrained in her head, this is how I'm going to play. So it's like, you have to kind of desensitize a little bit to that. So she'll get it. That's the other thing with Allie. It's like, I tell her one thing within like 10 seconds. I mean, she's got it changed and doing it well. That's awesome. Now a question about preseason. Most (laughs) players... And I think this just sort of speaks to your personality. I'm well, going I think to assume. You, you said it right there. When by, you have to stop you right there, Michelle. Most players. Most players. Yeah. Okay. Most players. most players or most coaches, whatever. Like yeah. two of us are not going to do what most players no. do. We so, have to no. explain to the listeners because I literally yeah. talked to someone last week and I was like, what would your perfect day off be? And they're like, honestly, it would be a day of snowboarding. But I can't do that right now because I'm oh. a tennis player. And then I go and see and you guys are in Colorado, getting after it, not just like mm-hmm. one run, like not just one day. It was a week of mm-hmm. just 
getting after yeah. it in the snow and some falls in the snow. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about that week. Well, so we were in Aspen, Aspen, Colorado. I've been going there since before I was born. My nice. whole family always used to go out there and it's kind of my happy place, I guess you could say. And it's been a long season. So I've been talking about going forever now. I remember when we were in South America, all I could talk about is just going to Aspen and being out there and it's kind of my escape and whatnot. So the problem was the season only opens up after Thanksgiving day. Okay. So we didn't really have a choice but to go during that time or else, you know, we'd go there and not be able to snowboard, which is kind of pointless at that point. So we made it work. You know, we went out there the day after Thanksgiving. We stayed for eight days. We trained a little bit every other day. We were doing fitness every day. We'd wake up before um, we hit the slopes, which was really early. And then we'd basically snowboard all day. And then we'd go back and relax. And it was awesome. And the only reason we came back was because I had to get a minor procedure but if, if it weren't for that, we probably would have stayed out there. So <laughs> Yeah, it looked like you guys had a great time. And I think that just speaks to, again, your personalities. And it's like, you got to enjoy the things that you enjoy. And absolutely. Reset. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, and she had been like Ali said, I mean, she'd been talking since pretty much the day I met Ali about her <laughs> happy place. And yeah. how she couldn't wait. And I had been out there a few times before, but never skied really. Or it was my first time snowboarding. And she had just, okay, I mean, so I, props to you for doing yeah, You did good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, thank you, Michelle. You're being very nice. But I got better. By the last day, I was, and again, Allie was a phenomenal teacher. You know, she was patient yeah. with me, which isn't the easiest thing to be with me because I'm a nightmare. But, um, <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, I mean, Allie's such a good snowboarder. It's like, and I knew, knock on wood, yeah, she's smart. She's not going to hurt herself. She's not going to be stupid. And I think that that's where the misconception is, you know, oh, you're going skiing, you're going snowboarding, you're going to get hurt. Well, if you're an idiot, you're going to get hurt. Yes. Yeah. But if you know what you're doing and Again, Allie, like she said, she's been doing this since before God was a boy, you know, so it's like she knows what she's doing and she's phenomenal at it. So I trusted the fact that she wasn't going to be doing anything stupid. And, you know, like she said, we trained, we hit and it was so much fun. I mean, we had, you know, she needed that. She's had a long year, a really long year emotionally and physically. And she just needed to kind of just let loose and just be in her happy place. And I was like, let's do it. Let's go start there. So. That's cool. And if you guys out there that are listening want to see Lisa's highlight reel. Wow. Thanks, Michelle. (laughs) Sorry. Appreciate that. Allie's Instagram might have some evidence. Possibly. I know I can hang with you too. That's right. That's right. Look out. Hey, just give me a couple years, Michelle. Oh, I'm sure. Next next year, watch out. You're going to be owning it. She's going to like go into the gym and start doing like snowboarding and cross training. Yeah, People absolutely. be like, where's Allie's coach? I don't know. She's somewhere in Colorado snowboarding. Yeah. You know? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> now, just another little thing that I know makes you both tick and you both seem to be on the same page. You guys have a love for bulldogs. I don't know yes. if you both have them or if it they're all Allie's or yeah. Talk to me about the bulldogs. They're so cute. <laughs> I have a bully, Charlie, okay. who okay. is just everything. Oh. You know, unfortunately, I don't get to see her as much as I'd love to. But I mean... You name it. Like I've got my little AirPods here. Of course, uh-huh. I have pictures of her. You know, oh, I, I mean, so I have cute. stickers. I mean, I she's got her own Instagram. I mean, she's nice. she's everything. Yeah. yeah. And then Allie, you have bulldogs also. So I had a, a bully, an English bully, who passed away about two years ago. Okay. But now we have two Frenchies, two okay. French bulldogs, and they are. 
They are something. They're, so they're amazing. They are amazing. <laughs> I've seen yeah, like airport pickups with the yeah. puppies. Oh, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. They're well, the I sweetest. Have, yeah, they're the best. They're so sweet. They're so great. That's very cool. Well, let's wrap it up a little bit. I could just keep chatting with you guys. This has been really fun. <laughs> um, I just have some quick fire questions that I want you both to answer. So we'll just go with the technical question first. What's your current gear of choice? So what rackets are you guys hitting with? Yonix. Yonex. Yeah, you're both on the Yonex train. Okay. Yeah. They're making great rackets. What's string? RPM Blast. Ditto. Both of you. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. What's your favorite emoji? Pizza. Oh, nice. Mine's the little guy that's always going like this, like thinker. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) What is your signature shot on the court? Backhand volume. Backhand. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) (laughs) What does your best day off look like? Oh, Eat tons of food and watch Netflix, Netflix all day. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Who's your favorite player at the moment? Ooh. Always Roger. Oh. Yeah, I'd probably say Roger. Always Roger. And I was going to say favorite player growing up. Ali's probably going to say Roger. Oh, <laughs> uh, actually, Kim Kleisters. I love I love Kim Kleisters. She's just, you know, such a class act. So yes. That for She's me is so best. important. Yeah. And Kimmy's a bulldog mom, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you got to love her even more. She's making yes. her come back, too. So we're yes. going to see her. That's awesome. That's so, so awesome. awesome. Yeah. Need her back. Lisa, who did you love when you were growing up? Oh, I was Steffi Graf was everything. Same. Everything. I mean, I <laughs> emulated my game. And then, you know, I'll never forget when I had to play. I remember my coach, Andy Brandy, my coach was good friends with her coach at the time. Okay. And he set up a hit for me when I first got on tour to hit with her. And I literally oh, I don't think I, I don't think I slept a wink the night before. <laughs> That's awesome. And I have to do a quick side note. I grew up in Manhattan Beach and I remember ball kitting for you at the Acura Classic. (laughs) If I could find it, I probably still have like pictures and like your autograph on a visor. That's awesome. That tournament was the best. That was the best. I mean, Manhattan Beach, we loved playing there. So good. It just got too big for the club, unfortunately. Yeah. And then it moved to Carson. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it just never was the same. But that was yeah. I have so many good memories. <laughs> of oh my watching god, you guys phenomenal. out there. Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Make a bold tennis prediction of something that's going to happen in 2020. It can be a rule change, someone not winning a Grand Slam that they should win. Wow. I am not the person to ask for this because <laughs> I really don't follow tennis that much. Yeah. So Lisa would be better. <laughs> um, a bold tennis prediction. My gosh. I think we're going to continue to have surprise winners at slams. I really do. Yeah. And I think nobody is yet ready to take over the reins right. to really just kind of get up there and, and just say, okay, I'm taking over and I'm going to win everything. So I think we're probably going to end up having four different Grand Slam winners again. That's a good, bold prediction. I like that. Mm-hmm. What would be your best advice, both of you? I want to hear it because you probably have different perspectives of someone transitioning to the pro tour. Go ahead, Lisa. I think probably my biggest bit of advice would be, I think everyone's different. Mm -hmm. You know, I think everyone's road. I mean, you can just take Allie and myself. I mean, I took a much slower route than Allie did. And that's what worked for me. There's no blueprint. You know, you can be 17, 18, 19 years old and go to college or Mm -hmm. you can turn pro. It's all depends on the individual. Yeah. And I think that that's really important. And I think it has to come from the player. It can't be the parents. It can't be an agent. It can't be a coach. The player has to have a voice and be willing to say, I'm not ready or I really want to do this. 
Definitely. Allie? I would say I think it's extremely important to incorporate other activities in your life. Mm-hmm. Not only do they they help with your tennis career, but I think it also helps, you know, eliminate anyone getting burnt out and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was telling Lisa, you know, when we were driving back from Aspen that I will always do things like snowboard and wakeboard. And it's, you know, that's just who I am. And I'm never going to give it up. Yeah, we all have one life to live. And I think it's important that you kind of do everything you want to do, I guess. So yeah, that would probably be my advice. I like that. Now, what is a life quote or a life motto that each of you have? Shoot for the moon. And even if you miss, you'll land amongst the stars. I like that. Wow, look at you. (laughs) That was good. God, I can't follow that one up. (laughs) Um, That's great, Al. That's really good. I don't know. No pressure. It's okay. (laughs) That's okay. You've given us a lot of good gems already. It's all good. (laughs) (laughs) What does 2020 look like for you guys? What are some goals? What are some tournaments? What's the next couple months look like? We obviously, we're going to start in Australia. And uh, we did set one main goal, which Mm -hmm. is to be in the main draw of the French Open. Okay. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. So we're going to kind of, you know, switch the schedule around and basically go where we think is just going to be the best opportunity to achieve that goal. So with that, where can people keep up with you? What are your guys' Instagram handles? What? Is mine? <laughs> just follow Allie like, oh, and then Allie yeah, will tag uh, Lisa. I think, what am I? I'm Lisa M. Raymond 73, maybe? I don't even know if 73 is on there. I don't know. Whatever. Follow Allie. Follow Allie. Just follow Allie and you'll see me somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> Allie, what's your Instagram? <laughs> Mine's just Allie Kick. Okay. Plain and simple. With two eyes on kick. With two <laughs> eyes, yeah. baby. Two eyes. We'll add it. We'll add it into the show notes. Honestly, you both are such amazing ladies, and I really love what you're doing. Aww. And you both have had so many amazing things go on in your life, and we didn't even get to hit on that. But I just love talking to you. <laughs> this is really fun. <laughs> Lots of personality, great. and I'm so excited for you guys to take on 2020. I think it's going to be a good year for you. Thank, well, thank you. you. Thank you again for having us on. Yes, we really course. appreciate it. Of course. Absolutely. And all your support yes. means so much to us. So thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode of Talk Tennis. Be sure to keep asking us all of your tennis questions. And you can do that by emailing us at podcast at tennis-warehouse.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 805-270-3336. Do us a favor as well and subscribe, rate, and review. And let your friends know about Talk Tennis. And we'd love to hear your feedback. We want to know what you want to hear more of, what you want to hear less of, who you want to hear from, and all of those great things. Thanks so much for tuning in. And until next time, happy hitting. Any last words? Um... Lisa Raymond is here.